Happy Friday, friend. It is already October 1st. Can you believe it? Like, where the hell did September go? Seriously. I'm Lisa Page, by the way, and you're listening to my podcast, the Lisa Page Made Me Do It podcast. I took last week off, truthfully, because I didn't have a sponsor. (laughs) And I was just so crazy last week, running the kids around everywhere. And I know that's a lame excuse because... There are women out there that do far more than I do, and they make their little podcast episodes happen every week. But last week, I I didn't have anybody that I had to promote. I wasn't making any money last week, and so I was like, I'm taking the week off. That's what I'm doing. This last month has flown by. I feel like I just said on Instagram stories when it was September 1st, on September 1st, I love the next four months. This is my favorite part of the year. The next four months, I always pray that they go slow in that it's not rushed. I want to savor every moment. I want to soak in all the days, even on the crazy weekday nights when I'm running my kids here and there to all their activities. Like I just love September through December. And here it is October. And my kids are already talking about Halloween costumes. I think it kind of sucks though that Halloween is on a Sunday this year. Kind of a little bit, right? Last year we went to my friend Jackie's and they... You know, they have one of those cool neighborhoods where they do cool, fun things. My neighborhood is lame, 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 lame. Nobody does anything cool here uh, on our street. Well, we only have, I don't know, maybe 15 houses on our street. So it's, and we're on a cul-de-sac. So there's no action. I mean, the only action is happening during the day when I'm in my studio and I can look out my window and see basically all the landscapers at the end of the street uh, tending to my neighbor's yards. That's, about it. But as far as Halloween goes, nothing ever happens that's worth sticking in our neighborhood for. Like we don't ever trick or treat in our neighborhood. I don't think we've ever trick or treated in this neighborhood. And we've been in our house for, I think, nine years now. It's crazy. But anyway, uh, the kids don't know what they're going to be for Halloween. And I, I don't exactly know how many Halloweens we have left with Zach in particular, you know, as far as him wanting to dress up and go out trick-or-treating with us. I'm waiting. I am waiting for the day that he transitions from calling me mommy to mom. I'm waiting. All of his friends, like they're not calling their moms mommy. Their moms are mom. So I'm just dreading that day he wakes up and calls me mom. I wish time would slow the hell down. We have another packed weekend with games and gymnastics, volleyball. You know, it is true what they say when you have kids, like you essentially give up your life. You give up your social life. Like you don't have a life when you've got kids in activities. Weekends, nope, non-existent. They're non-existent because by the time you finish all the things and you're driving back home from all of these sporting events. You don't want to go on a date night. You're tired. You want to be in bed by 9 p.m. And it is true what they say. The older your kids get, the later their activities run. And this is the year we are experiencing all the late night activities. So trying to get them to come home right after school and do their homework is a little bit of a struggle. They just sat through seven hours of school, you you know, and all the excuses. Ainsley is the queen of excuses. Every time I ask her to do something, she, you know, right at that moment, ironically has to stretch. I'm stretching. Mommy, hold on. I'm stretching. Okay, girl, will you be done with your stretching and let's get to your spelling words. I know it's just a matter of trying to find that right balance and we're in the midst of working that out. But 
other than all the activities, things are good. Speaking of date nights, we are scheduled to go out tomorrow night, just Stu and I. It has been weeks and weeks. We normally go out every Saturday night. If you have been with me for a long time, you know it's kind of our standard. It's our MO. We love doing regular date nights, and I'm really good about trying to book babysitters in advance. So we know that there's a night we can look forward to going out, just us and talking not about kids stuff. You know what I'm saying? But with the game schedule, uh, Zach's in particular, as far as just like baseball goes, he this season has so many home games, which is great for us because we live so close to the field, but they're also night games, which again, don't mind. I'd rather sit in cooler temps, not with the sun beating down and watching the kids play rather than in the middle of the day because it is still toasty down here in Dallas. So uh, yeah, but this weekend, his games happen to be in the afternoon tomorrow, which is nice. And again, like Stu and I, we don't know what we're doing tomorrow night. We're going to dinner. That's what we're doing. And then we'll probably end up at Walmart at 1030. I mean, there are definitely weeks where we're done with dinner by nine o'clock. And I'm like, okay, we cannot go back home. This is embarrassing. The babysitter's been at the house for two hours. So sometimes we just drive around. Sometimes we will go into the real, like, expensive, bougie neighborhoods with these huge mansions and gawk. I make Stu slow the car down so I can look in the windows as we roll by. Not looking suspicious at all. So we're <laughs> probably going to do that tomorrow night. I don't know. Going to get dinner. But uh, what are you doing? I got some calls this week and I really appreciate you taking the time to call the hotline 972-890-9467. I want to get into a couple of calls on this episode. Also, we got to get into uh, my week of eating with Brittany. Brittany and I, we have tried to stay on track and post our daily eats this week. And judging by the polling we've done on IG, most of you have thoroughly enjoyed our little postings. I think that we had a good balance. We didn't overpost. We we kept it simple. We kind of we didn't elaborate. We didn't make it our stories, our whole like content of stories every single day. I'm happy with the way it came out. Uh, and so you'll have to let us know if you want more of those as we go forward. I don't want to do it every single week, but we get asked a lot what our day of eating is like. And I've been wanting to do this for a while because we don't eat great. And if you follow both of us, you see that we're not these macro counters. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're we're not doing that. No. We try to eat intuitively. But see, this is the beauty of our situation. We just happen to love working out. I know it sounds crazy to some of you, but there are a few of us here in the world that actually enjoy it. Like, I for sure thrive on my endorphin high after I leave F45. And so does Brittany. I mean, in fact, she's a trainer part-time there. And that's the trade-off. We go hard six days a week and then we reward ourselves. Yeah, we don't have cheat days. We have treat days. Speaking of treats, I came across my new favorite account on TikTok called Meals and Munchies. And if you are on TikTok, go follow this account. Her link will be in my show notes. I was scrolling through TikTok as I always do at night when my kids are in bed And I came across, it was on, you know, it was on the like four year page. And so I clicked on it and oh my gosh, what a rabbit hole I went down. This girl's account is so freaking good. She posts the best recipes. A lot of them are so easy and simple. And if you are listening to me, miss, I don't cook 
ever, not even in my brand new kitchen. You got to follow this girl. I don't even know her name. It's just Meals and Munchies on TikTok. And then from there, I think you can, you can click over to her Instagram. But she has the best quick recipes. Lots of them are protein heavy, which I appreciate. She does low-cal versions as well. And this whole week, I've been on this protein pie kick. So you get whatever type of protein shake, in this case, the girl on Meals and Munchies and myself and Brittany, we all love, listen to me, I'm talking about this Meals and Munchies girl as if she's my friend, like she's in my inner circle. Me and Brittany love Premier Protein. Although Brittany's so much better about drinking the shakes than I am. I'd rather eat my calories. She's super good about drinking two shakes a day, at least. I'm lucky if I drink one shake a week. But this girl on freaking TikTok has got me making these Premier Protein pies. So I found the Pumpkin Spice Premier Protein, which is so good. And you take one full bottle of it, okay? Pour it in a bowl. Then you get your sugar-free white cheesecake pudding mix. I couldn't find sugar-free white chocolate, so I just went with regular vanilla cheesecake. Put that in a bowl too. Then add in like a dollop of puree pumpkin or pumpkin puree with a little bit of cinnamon. Mix it all up and then go get those graham cracker, the little mini graham cracker crusts, pie crusts. I think one of them is 100 or 150 calories. They come in a pack of six. You pour the mix in each one of those little pie crusts, refrigerate for 30 minutes, and then add a little bit of Cool Whip, a little bit of cinnamon or pumpkin spice, and there's your 150 calorie dessert. I'm telling you, they're so good. So this whole week, I've been inspired now to get all the different types of premier proteins. Like we have vanilla, we have peaches and cream, and we have, I think, the mocha. So I had a damn field day at the grocery store yesterday. I got like every flavor of sugar-free pudding mix they had. And I'm just going to lay back and start making my own little pies. So much better. I mean, if you knew the amount of ice cream I consumed on a nightly basis and then times that by 365, it would be horrible. I mean, I'd probably be on my 600-pound life. But I'm thinking if I can bail on this ice cream for a little while and just eat these little mini pies, that development could be a serious calorie-saving game changer for me. Again, this account I'm talking about is meals and munchies and that link will be in the show notes okay so for everybody and their mother who's been paying attention to the whole free britney fiasco on wednesday afternoon judge brenda penny suspended jamie creeper spears as the conservator of britney's estate she appointed john zabel as his temporary successor and he will be holding down that situation until the end of the year later Wednesday if you are following Brittany because who isn't she posted a, a picture and then some video of her flying one of those little death trap planes you know one of those like six or nine seaters it's a plane I would never get on I, I've been on those little planes before going to Nantucket never again but anyway under the caption she wrote she was on cloud nine so she didn't address this little legal victory directly but rest assured Brit Brit knows we know she knows we know that this is going to eventually end hopefully sooner than later but definitely a step in the right direction last night Stu and i watched the documentary holy hannah now it was one very very strange to be watching so much footage that i remember watching as it unfolded live back in 2005, six, seven. We were living in Yardley, Pennsylvania, Bucks County. I was doing middays at Q102. So I felt old when they replayed a lot of that footage, but also so much, so much that 
we did not know. And after that documentary, Stu was like, dude, there's no way she did not, Brittany, we're talking about Brittany, she didn't leak all of the documentation to the two girls that produced and put this whole thing together and then sold it to Netflix. Jamie Spears dropping surveillance in Britney's bathroom and closets. Like, bro needs to go to jail. There's definitely jail time at the end of the road for Jamie Spears. Awful what he has put Britney through. I want to know where was Lynn? Where was Brian? Where's Jamie Lynn? Where's the rest of her family? No wonder why Britney's done with everybody in her life. You just know, once this conservatorship is over and she's free, we're going to get a tell-all. We're going to get memoirs. We are we're going to get people coming out of the woodwork you know, that had maybe signed gag orders and now they're free to talk about all the behind the scenes crazy stuff that was going on. I think this is the tip of the iceberg on what's been happening behind the scenes with Britney Spears over the last 10 or 12 years. But if you haven't seen the documentary, please find time this weekend and watch it because it's, wow, it's just mind blowing. All right, I want to get into some voicemails. I don't promote this hotline enough and I need to. I got to get more intentional about it because there is nothing more fun for me than to listen to some of your calls. And so you can always get a hold of me. I will not answer. It goes straight to a voicemail box. But the whole point is you leave me a message and then I get to play it back on my podcast. And that number is 972-890-9467. Again, this contact will be in my show notes. Let's get into the first voicemail. Hello, Lisa Page. My name is Amy. I'm calling from Michigan. Um, I live about 20 minutes outside of Detroit in the suburbs. I love listening to you. I love listening to everybody at the Blaze. Unfortunately, my entire family, my mother, my father, my sisters, they're all pretty much leftists. It's crazy. Vaccine, um, it's really hard. When I can't even talk to my own mother, and when I do, I have to keep things, you know, weather, kids, kind of, because, you know, they're forced to wear masks. And, of course, she thinks that's great. I, you know, I got them the fake ones. <laughs> um, I'd love any advice on how to cope when everyone close to you in your life is basically on the wrong side. Any advice would be appreciated. Have a great and blessed day. Bye. Amy from Michigan, girl, I feel you on so many levels. I just want to also say that background in the noise is 100% my fault. When we redesigned my studio and had to kind of set up all of my equipment over again, we changed up where my board is, where I run all of the audio, and it's not on my desk anymore. It's actually across the room. So my mic is always on. It's always on. I, I don't have the ability to just reach over and turn my volume down. So what you heard was me clicking on this new lighter. I was trying to light a candle and I had this new lighter that I bought and that's what you heard, the commotion. I apologize. And so for the next voicemails, I when I listen, I'll make sure that I get up off my ass and turn my volume down on my mic. Getting back to Amy's voicemail. Yes, yes, I can absolutely relate to you when it comes to politics. That's exactly why I had to actually separate my Instagram accounts and so now I'm no longer posting all of this triggering content on Lisa Page Made Me Do It. I have created at LP on the scene, and that is all political commentary, unsolicited opinions. And I love it because I feel like it is a safe space for me to voice my opinions. And the people that want to hear them will follow me. And all the trolls are, knock on wood, no longer 
uh, quick to attack me on that account because my like-minded followers won't stand for it. So I definitely feel a sense of relief. I don't feel the weight and the heaviness of pissing people off when I post things to that account. And I always repost a lot of things too, but I've had to unfollow all of my conservative or libertarian friends from my main IG account and solely follow them from my LP on the scene account. And the irony in all this is that as soon as I disengaged with those accounts from my main account, I was all of a sudden able to go live again. I've been shadow banned and I have been banned from doing lives. And when I say banned from doing lives, it's not like a day or a week or two weeks. What I wouldn't give to next time get banned only be off of lives for a couple weeks. I'm talking two and three months at a time. And thankfully, I am not one of these people that has to do a live every day. I don't even like doing lives, so whatever. But the point of my story is as soon as I started to distance myself from a lot of these amazing accounts that I love following, and now I just follow them on my LP on the scene account, I was able to have access to doing lives again. And knock on wood, I haven't been reported for any type of content, violent hate speech going against community standard reports since I've divided the accounts. But getting back to Amy, your original question, I don't have so much of an issue with my family. My mom and dad uh, both are conservative. My sister and her husband are liberal. We don't talk about politics, but I gotta be honest, they've been pretty quiet. Why? Because I think everybody knows the last nine months have been a total shit show. Your guy has this country up and not just a little bit. But when it comes to family members who are disagreeing with you all the time, Amy, you just can't bring it up. You can't talk about it. And that definitely can put some strain on relationships and friendships for that matter. Like if my mom was a bleeding liberal, I probably wouldn't talk to her 17 times a day, maybe once a week. And you can only engage in conversations about makeup and the weather for so long before you're like, all right, this relationship has no substance. Let's just go our separate ways. As Dr. Laura always says, you can't choose who your family members are. With my sister and I, we just don't talk about politics. Uh, I love my sister, but recently she posted something on Facebook about the heartbeat bill that just passed in Texas. I'm so proud of it. I've said it on my last podcast. I'm not going to shut up about it. Every life matters. Babies' lives matter. And my sister doesn't agree. I had to snooze her on Facebook for 30 days because I can't deal with it. I can't deal with her obnoxious friends that sit there and nod their heads and agree with her. Even some of my family members who thankfully I don't have relationships with because we are absolutely on total opposite sides of the spectrum uh, as far as politics go. Uh, just seeing people that I'm related to agree with that. Uh-uh-uh, not for me, not for me. And you know what? That's okay, it's okay. You need to give yourself permission to pull away. If it's not good for your headspace, not good for your energy, if you find yourself in a bad mood or you're getting angry when you are reading or you're listening to them speak and you disagree with a lot of what they're saying, you have to allow yourself 
to do what's best for you. And if that means you don't talk to your mom or your dad or your cousin for a few months or six months or very rarely moving forward, then that's what you have to do. And you don't owe anybody an explanation. Pull away and disengage. That's what I've done. And it's made a world of a difference for me. Now, when I go on Facebook and I read through my main feed, I'm not getting mad. I'm not getting pissed. I'm not upset. I'm only reading and seeing the content from people that I actually care about, that I want to learn from. Same with Instagram. And I have to ask myself, what do I like about this account or what do I not like about this account? You know, if I'm feeling rage every time I click on someone's profile, I need to unfollow them. And that's what I think you have to do in real life too with the people that you're finding major disconnects with. You know, Chad Prather says all the time that he is unapologetic. And that's what you have to be, especially in a day like today. You know, people are triggered so easily. People get so offended. Everything's got to be PC. And I'm done with it. I'm so sick of tiptoeing around and, well, I don't care. I'll just say what I say. But I know there are a lot of you who listen to me and other outspoken women on social media and because I get the messages thanking me for being so loud and obnoxious because y'all can't say anything. You're going to get in trouble. You'll lose your job. You're going to find yourself in that awkward conversation eventually. And you know what? It's just easier to back away. Just hold those people at an arm's length. The ball is in your court. So Amy, to answer your question about your family members disagreeing with you, unfortunately, you're probably gonna have to do what I've done and just back it up. Keep them at an arm's length. It really depends on if you want to carry on these relationships with some of your family members. I feel like this is the longest answer ever, but I can feel you on so many levels, but the ball is in your court and just remember that, Amy, okay? Remember that. Hi, Lisa, it's Jules, I'm from Texas, and I want to call into your show and let you know that I, I love your show. I love when you're on Chad's show. We love your husband, Stu, and I'm proud to be an American. We still are still lucky to have freedoms that other countries do not have. And we have faith in God that he'll take care of us and get us through all this terrible trial that the president right now has put us through. Thank you and hope you have a wonderful day. Aw, thanks, Jules. So sweet. Okay, let me tell you about last night in the Dude Perfect show. I didn't realize how many of y'all hadn't heard of this group, Dude Perfect. Five best friends. They all went to college together. They're based uh, right here in Texas. They live about 40 minutes from us in the Plano Frisco area, and they're amazing. Normally, I wouldn't sit here and encourage YouTube watching, but if there is one show I can't recommend enough, especially if you have kiddos and they're boys, you need to turn them on to Dude Perfect. These guys are fantastic. They are God-fearing. They are they are believers. They are Christians. And I love how they openly talk about God. Last night was no different. My kids haven't stopped talking about what Tyler said at the end of the show all day. I posted this clip to Instagram and I wanted to play it back for you now. Those of you who aren't familiar with Dude Perfect, listen up. Here's what Tyler said. The first one to stand up here and tell you guys, I am a flawed human being. And the only thing perfect about us is the perfect sacrifice that Jesus made on the cross for our sins. I think becoming a dad for me was probably the closest thing that I'll get on this side of heaven to understanding what God's love for us is like. And um, my wife and I struggled to get pregnant for uh, probably two years. And um, didn't know if we would ever have any kids. And 
Uh, we found out we were pregnant with Barrett, our oldest, who's here tonight somewhere, somewhere over here. And, um, hey buddy. And uh, I remember the uh, weeks leading up to his birth, man, I just had so many hopes and dreams and aspirations for him that he would uh, want to go hunting and fishing with me and he would be a great <laughs> golfer and want to go do that and that maybe he'd be six feet tall because my dad was 5'7 and I'm 5'9 and maybe I could give him a couple more inches and at least he'd be listed at six foot in the basketball program one day. <laughs> and um, man, the moment that he was delivered in that delivery room, all of those hopes and dreams vanished and it didn't, none of that mattered. It didn't matter what he looked like. It didn't matter what he did. All that mattered is that he was mine. And uh, he could have come out with 42 fingers and a Hey Arnold head, and it wouldn't have mattered. And he kind of did have a Hey Arnold head at first, except it was the other way. It was a cone head, which, guys, just remember when you have kids in the future, that's totally normal. It kind of freaked me out. Uh, but he's good. He's got a completely normal shaped head now. And even if he didn't, the point being is that nothing that he has done, nothing that he will do will ever change the love that I have for that little boy. And. Uh, And that's the way that God loves us. And yeah. it is, uh, it's a beautiful thing, man, when you, uh, when you accept that. And so if you guys could leave here with one thing tonight, it would not be that you would leave with all the merch at the merch table or uh, go home and watch every Dude Perfect video from here on out. Uh, it would be that you guys would know that you're recklessly and radically loved by the creator of the universe and he wants to have a personal relationship with you. just amazing this part right here and in Romans it says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you'll be saved it's that simple it's not complicated um, and we believe that you're saved by grace through faith and that you can't earn it and man that is such a beautiful truth that that we all hold on to and we would love for uh, for you to uh, explore that and, and search that out if, if you feel like you've been searching for something um, I promise you it's not a decision that you'll regret. So thank you guys so much for Amazing. letting me come out and share that with y'all tonight. Okay, we're not done. Tyler's not done here. I'm gonna pray for us real quick and then we'll sign it off one more time. Appreciate you guys sticking around. God, thank you so much for tonight. Thank you for the people of Fort Worth and uh, for them choosing to come out and spend uh, a night of their free time as a family and friends with us. Uh, God, we just thank you for that. Um, we pray for safety for the remainder of the tours. We head to Oklahoma City tonight. Pray for the people that are traveling home from this arena. God, I just pray for the Christians in here tonight um, that they would be bold in their faith and that they would know that they are in the exact position they're in for a reason right now. And sometimes uh, when we pray for a change in circumstance, God, what we really need is a change in perspective. And I just pray for anybody in here that doesn't know you tonight, God, that you would uh, draw them closer to you and that they would see something different in us. And um, we praise you, God, in your holy and precious name we pray. Amen. 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 So All good. Right, work, so good. Thank you guys so and much. that is Dude Perfect. And so if you're a mama, like there are not many age-appropriate live shows out there currently touring, but this is one of them. And if they're anywhere remotely close to where you live and they're coming to your city because they are currently on tour, get the tickets. Make it a family thing. I'm just saying, this would be a fantastic Lisa Page made me do it moment. <laughs> All right. With that being said, um, we're going to wrap up this episode. You are the best. Thank you always for listening. Thank you for following. Thank you for sharing this podcast, subscribing, rating, and reviewing. And 
Hint. You can always catch me on the gram at Lisa Page Made Me Do It and also at LP on the scene. Okay? Have a wonderful weekend. I will talk to you right back here next week on the Lisa Page Made Me Do It podcast. Bye!